Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fire Evolution, and it is such a treat to be here today. Today we have with us Virginia. Virginia, how are you? Oh my god, I am doing absolutely amazingly. I'm so stoked to be here. This is going to be such an epic podcast. <laughs> Dude, for those tuning in to Virginia, all right, Virginia Salas Castillo. Dude, she's a serial entrepreneur who was named one of Inc. Magazine's Top 26 Women to Change the World. Top 26 Women to Change the World. Inspired Evolution is in effect, so I can't wait to drop into this conversation. She's built multiple empires. She's currently helping reconnect humanity and bring consciousness into the mainstream. And this has been such an interesting like, journey that you've been on to get here. I can't wait to dive into this. Um, her movement is called the I Trust You Movement. And she came here after previously disputing the social media landscape through her agency, uh, Ginny TV. Virginia currently lives in Bali as she's scaling I Trust You. She advises for different blockchain projects and mentors some of the most influential thought leaders of our time. And she's graciously given us some of her time here today to inform us on personal growth and well-being. Dude, it is such a treat to have you here today. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so <laughs> stoked. I feel like I feel like we're like literally like in the same space right now. Like I feel you're just such an amazing, loving, warm human being. Like I feel like we're just like cheek to cheek as we're having this conversation. Cut out. I could start in a million places in this episode, just knowing that there is so much in your world, in your story, in your past, in your reality. Um, I kind of want to, I like, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated by, I trust you and where that's coming from, but can we maybe where I'm really most curious and maybe let's, let's start there is, you know, there was Ginny TV and, you know, you were the number one Snapchat consultant, right? And you're basically creating social media content and thriving in the social media space. Um, and then from there, having moved and, like, you're still present on social media, but in terms of, like, what I tr- how I trust you was birthed, 
in and around that. Can you help us understand a little bit around that story and perhaps maybe there's some pearls in there? Yeah, so I Trust You was actually the first thing I ever created. Mm. Um, it was my first business as, a, as an entrepreneur, and it was um, where I put all of my savings into, like, all of my money, and, like, completely, like, basically, like, bankrupted myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I was, after I worked in corporate for five years, I was working for Apple for three years, I was managing a billion dollars um, for them when I left. And then I was working for Oracle, another IT company for two yep. years um, in account management. And um, then that's when I had like, you know, the insight, the breakthrough like that we all get that kind of find ourselves here on the other side, which is that I can do anything that I want. I'm capable of anything. And so what do I want to decide? Like, what do I want to focus on? What is my inspired evolution? <laughs> <laughs> totally. And so, and I decided that I had no idea, mm. you know, there was so many options, so many things. And so instead of like really throwing myself at one project, I was like, I'm just going to figure out what makes us happy. Wow. What do we want? You know, what brings us into joy? And so I traveled the world for a year as a happiness researcher. And um, that was that was just my job. And so I lived uh, off my seat and I just uh, traveled around and interviewed people on what it meant to be happy. Everything from homeless people on the street in L.A. to, you know, millionaires like Marissa Peer. Yeah. Um, was one of the first people that I interviewed who you had on the show as well. Um, and uh yeah. And so in that whole journey and of traveling, uh, that's when kind of the insight, the download came to me is that we are becoming more and more disconnected as a humanity. Mm. And, um, you know, especially with like technology and, and, uh, us being on our devices, you know, um, it's like, you know, we're actually becoming cyborgs. Yeah. And looking at my iPhone, that really feels very true for me. Um, I think Jason Silva has a video in Shots of Awe where he talks about that we are actually cyborgs already. Mm. Um, and so I was in New York City, and more than ever, I really felt that there, if you go on the tube or, um, or I guess in America, you say the subway. <laughs> <laughs> What's the tube you're going on? Um yeah, and people just not looking at each other and, and just, you know, the kind of the elbows, the, the anonymous, mm. anonymity, I don't know how you say yeah. it. Um, yeah. I felt it, it really struck me. And, and that's where I had uh, the insight for I Trust You is, you know, how do we bring humanity closer together with a very simple idea? And I, I believe that one of the greatest medicines that we have is physical touch and mm -hmm. is hugging. And so I thought, how can I get the whole world to hug? And so I was like, well, if we create this shirt that says, I trust you, that's already bringing out this like powerful message of love into the world. It's like total wow. surrender. Like it's like you're almost walking around like with your, your arms wide open and like flapping, like, I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like Big like, Bird walking around with his arms behind yeah, his back. <laughs> just like feeling a bit stupid, you know, but, but actually it's the, it's just like the biggest sign of connection that you can put out there and, and opening yourself to an embrace. So I was like, okay, anyone that you see wearing the shirt, you can go up to them and hug them because you know that they're a part of a movement um, that is trying to reconnect humanity and that is open to random conversations on the street, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I had that insight and I was like, this is the thing, like, this <laughs> is what we need. 
and this is gonna change the world, you know. And this was like three years ago, right? And so, and you know, you just thought that I was, you know, started I trust you now, but it's actually been around that long. And um, I I put in all my savings, like twelve thousand dollars, to get all these shirts ordered. And I was like, people are gonna buy this shirt. It's gonna be amazing as soon as they hear it, you know, like, mm. <laughs> you know, like USA Today is gonna call me, Wall Street Journal, like, are you this Virginia Salas distiller? Like, can I trust? Yes, it's me. <laughs> um, and I left no money for marketing budget, you know, no nothing. And, uh, you know, I mean, we did, I think the first day we sold like $600 worth of shirts, like not bad for. Um, first day of sale. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. Never having done anything like this before. Googled how to, you know, make a website on Squarespace and Googled how to Shopify and all this kind of stuff. Um, but eventually I was totally broke with $300 in my pocket. Like my friend whose parents own a boutique hotel in uh, Dominican Republic. She was just like, Virginia, come down. I have a bungalow for you. Just like, you know, come here and like figure yeah, yourself out. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I literally have this video of myself where it's like 20 minutes long where I'm just like bawling and I'm like praying to God and I'm like, God, I'm showing up. I'm here for humanity. Like I'm doing the thing that you're telling me to do. You know, <laughs> I was like, but, but I don't have any money. Like how are you <laughs> if I can't even feed myself, how am I supposed to feed other people? You know, like full on meltdown, you know? And, um, and then a week later, I get a tweet, and I never use Twitter, mm. from the BBC. And they're like, the BBC in London, and they were like, Virginia, we want to, um, you know, get on a call with you. We've been researching top Snapchat consultants in the world, and and we we figure, like, you're number one. <laughs> like, I'm there in the Dominican Republic having my meltdown. <laughs> 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 like how am I gonna do this I trust you thing and then and it was cool because I actually had to fly to London because I was hosting the um the first Snapchat awards which I like co-founded mm. um and I was gonna be in London anyway and they're like you know we want you to come by and do a training for our tv commissioners on you know Snapchat and so I was like amazing you know like yes the BBC want me to come to London and like train their commissioners um I didn't even know what a tv commissioner was but it sounded fancy <laughs> 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 and um yeah the the bbc representative she even came to the event and everything um it was called snap happen okay. and uh and then you know a few days later after the event i did the training they were like oh my god you're amazing and um they offered me a contract they, on the spot they're like we want you to launch our snapchat it's gonna be a huge big deal blah 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 and i was like oh my god amazing and so that's how genie tv got started it was actually just me being a social media consultant first as genie can breathe i consulted for like nasdaq full pancake and you know and, and many others and and then i started getting asked to speak all around the world at south by southwest and at vidcon you know like all these different types of conferences and i was like okay i guess i'm doing this social media thing now mm -hmm. um and then i literally had like a cmo like hunt me down after one of my talks and he's like i want you to like launch our strategy and do this and like i got the seventy thousand dollar contract and i was like okay i guess i need to build a team now you know <laughs> so <laughs> so i guess genie tv was like my um sort of like long-winded um workaround as an entrepreneur that allowed me to learn um how to you know how to market how to be in business like what what it takes and um and and i took that lesson for two years and built that built that agency until finally um 
I really tuned into my heart and asked myself that same question that I asked when I left Oracle. If I could do anything in the world, what would I do? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And the answer that always came, it was always there, like beating so strongly in my heart was I trust you, mm. was connecting humanity and regenerating the earth. That's, that's my priority number one. That's why I'm here. And so I was like, okay, you're such a big shot entrepreneur, you know, like speaking all over the world and doing social media and all this other stuff. Now go do it for, for humanity. Now go do it for good and find out how to make a profit actually helping the earth <laughs> yeah wow what a story thank you so much okay so that was that was actually like a like a like a true story by the way for those tuning in and following all the little rabbit holes that was we're still listening with virginia you haven't just slipped into like some sort of fiction audio or like you're not on audible this is a podcast and we're having an interview um there is so much to unpack in there i just want to give like a full moment to just the idea of if i could do anything you know, what would I do? Um, that is such a profound question. Even just, you know, you know yourself as we know each other through, I guess, speaking engagements, but like as a speaker, as a coach, the power of questions. Mm-hmm. I just say your life is a printout of the questions that you've asked yourself, you know, and that is such a powerful question. And so like, yeah, you, you've embodied that really well. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, there's heaps of questions I want to ask you in and around that. Like, obviously you went traveling for a year. Like what happened in that year? I want to ask questions around that. I also want to ask you about your meltdown and then how like you got the Snapchat, but I think I'm just going to go for the deepest space I can occupy. So why not? I'm not here to fuck around. (laughs) So look, it's called, I trust you. Yeah. And one of the things that's come up for me really present on the inspired evolution is actually the lesson of trust, just being in an entrepreneurial space. Right. So like people say, you know, what has been the biggest thing of the inspired evolution? It's like, yes, personal development. Yes. Growth. Like there is so much that is happening all the time. Like one of the biggest things at the moment for me is learning how to ask others for help. You know, there's so much masculinity embedded in me. That's like, I got this, you know, that I just don't even ask for help. But the underlying theme of so many of these lessons has been trust. And can I just trust that I'll leave my corporate nine to five and, you know, trust that the next thing's there, you know, like what is, what is the next opportunity? Can I just continue to show up and not know what's next? Just like you said, you know, like you're having your meltdown and like your friends like come, come visit me and have your meltdown, (laughs) you know, just do your thing. And then like, just, you know, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, 
what is trust to you, how present has trust been, and just being on that journey of I trust you and the journey of trust. Yeah, trust is everything. Uh, trust is the baseline for love, you know, and, and there is only love or fear. <laughs> mm. And so I believe when we're making that transition from fear, uh, you know, to trust and love, we need courage. Mm. And so that's really like the bridge. So, um, you know, I'm afraid. Have courage. You know, let yourself fall and, and, and trust that. And it's really when I'm saying I trust you, mm. I'm saying, I trust you, the universe, mm-hmm. right? I trust, you know, it, it's just so, there's so much to unpack in that. And it's like, I, I trust the universe that, that I am, that I'm held, you know, that, that when I will fall and I will make that leap, that, that I am safe and, and I can do that now because I'm learning to trust myself. And I know that in any given time that I can get myself out of any situation, right? That it's, that things will unfold the way that they should. And I always, I totally believe in absolute divine timing for everything and, and, and anything that happens, even though right now it might look like the biggest rain cloud. Mm. You're just like, how on earth can this ever turn around? And it, it might even be the death of a loved one, right? Something as dark and, and, and just. Mm-hmm is that but i and i've heard so many stories of people um recently i was at a conference and a woman told us we we had to start like the whole um you know our our group um team building with like what's the worst thing that's ever happened to you in your life like that's like the first thing we had to have like like, the the worst start shallow and and she told us (sighs) the story about how her husband committed suicide and how it was that was absolutely the worst thing that's ever happened into in her life and but she she said also like now like seeing it it was the greatest blessing and that she also feels that there was a way that he um because he was talking so much about death before he was like it was just such a thing and you know that he gave up his life in order it's just it's so much bloomed out of that right so much sprouted out of that and you know as dark as that may seem but there's so much truth in that if we think of the hardest moments in our life, the, the darkest, darkest caves that we never thought we would be able to exit and the amount of light that came out of that. Um, and so, yeah, I believe that trust is the foundation, um, the, the really the first building block that creates any relationship, any bond, um, and that leads to love, which is the most important energy. <laughs> I totally love where you went with that because I said <laughs> a lot about relationships and um, the other day uh, my, my partner was totally correcting me on this because I, I often say that, you know, in a relationships, a successful relationship, all you really need is trust and communication. And uh, I love obviously the T-shirts because they're like such a potent communication. <laughs> you got to blast it on your chest across your heart. I trust you. And there's like trust communicating out at you all the time. But she called me out. She was like, Amrit, no, you're wrong, you know. And I always eat humble pie when it comes to her because she's always right. Uh, <laughs> but legitimately. They usually like are. <laughs> I mean, they're our greatest mirrors. You know? and all of our partners, they're always 100% correct. Right. Exactly what we need to hear back. Yeah. And so she was like, it's completely trust. Like, yes, communication, but if you don't have trust, you don't build communication. Actually, at its core, exactly what you said is it's trust. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm also really in awe of what you mentioned in terms of, you know, like courage is the bridge. 
you know, that was, I've shared this on the podcast before, the year I had to step out of my corporate role to walk into the Inspired Evolution, my, that was my deepest meditation for, my lo- for the longest time. I thought courage, right, was, and fearlessness were the same thing. I was like, I don't know, I grew up watching Braveheart movies and I love that shit. So I was just like, I'm William Wallace, I'm fearless, you know, and that's courage. And it was like the same thing. Like, and then I remember just sitting at work and Googling it one day while I was eating the side bowl. And then I was just like, oh, dude, courage is not, not having fear. It's totally having fear, like you said, having that darkness and then moving towards it anyway. Do you have any, like, advice for anyone that's, you know, like struggling to lean into that courage or, like, anything in that space that could help someone soften? Yeah. Yeah, first of all, I really feel you if um, that's where you are because I know what it is to be in so much paralyzing fear that you're shaking, that your body feels sick, that you don't know how you're ever going to feel any different. And, um, and really, like, a simple, like, as it sounds, is really, like, be with it, breathe through it, and um, something that I've just been doing a lot lately is praying. Mm. And when I talk about praying, you know, I don't mean like, dear God, like, mm. I want a Ferrari <laughs> <laughs> and a really hot girlfriend. <laughs> um, praying is actually, for me, um, just expressing everything that I'm grateful for mm. and really just feeling all of the gifts that life has given to me. And in and, and some moments you might not be able to think of those gifts and you're just, you, cause it's so easy to, to focus on all of the things that we don't have and on the lack and all the ways that we don't feel right. And you know how we're not enough, but if you really sit with yourself long enough and just start appreciating just every little thing, you know, appreciate your relationships, appreciate just the fact that you're alive right now. Mm. And you just start praying on that and, and coming into that gratitude um, you're going to start feeling that courage really bubble up inside you and you're going to remember who you are, the infinite being that's capable of doing anything in this world. Mm. And so <laughs> just, just continue that cycle and pray on it. And, um, and it's, and I, and I really, I really get on my knees, you know, and I'll go next to my bed or on my bed and I'll get on my knees and I will be so humbled by the gratitude that I get to feel for this life, for all of the little things, even just someone smiling at me, even someone recognizing me, even just the courage that I have to just get up that morning mm. and, um, and fill yourself with that love. And then <laughs> eventually you're just gonna, you're just gonna be unstoppable. You know, it's like, wow, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It's, um, is yeah, I can see that you're, you know, rewiring, you know, that whole negative bias for something positive and allowing your expansion and come in the front and face of that. Perhaps things feel a lot smaller. I, I really love that. You know, in and around um, the Inspired Evolution, one of the biggest lessons that I've had is that it is our biggest challenges that form our biggest gifts. Um, and it's been this thing that consistently comes up, and you mentioned it before, you know, it's like you add your meltdown. And then you're, you know, the next minute, like, you're at the bottom of the barrel and you're just like, life cannot get any worse. Like, what is going on here? God, help me. I'm trying to do the best I can. And then it's like, boom, you know, like, and some people have described it as in, like, the, the houses of failure and success are right next door to each other. Keep going down that path of failure. Succeed, <laughs> you know, it's, like, really interesting way to look at it. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, you've, you've been through, you've built so many things, um, moved through so much. 
um, and here you are now, and like your relationship with, I guess, um, failure and that sort of those challenges. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, what was the thing? My relationship with challenges, failure, the darkness. Yeah, I think. Um, well, I'm building a university right now, and um, and there's a fear that no one will come. Mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've um I've had a habit of creating businesses that are immediate. Mm. I love launching products in a few days or a week. Yeah, you know, like just such a I love getting that immediate feedback. Everything that I've done has been on zero outside investment. It's just really been, you know, me myself, my own savings. I've had friends that might have you know borrowed me five grand or something, and I paid them back next month. You know, but no one, no one has ever been you know, has a stakehold in, in, in my companies. And yeah. um, with I, I Trust University, it's the first time that I've been building something for nine months. Like, this is a pregnancy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> You're birthing an entire university. <laughs> Watch out, mama bear's in the house. <laughs> and it's, it's full on and it's, it's scary because... Um, I am creating this whole thing that I absolutely believe in mm. and bring together all these professors. Cause it's not just me, you know, if it was just on my own, you know, like my own content or whatever, then I'm the only one that's kind of standing there being like, okay, well, I guess it didn't work. But you know, I have 10 professors, like top speakers, coaches, leaders that are on the platform that have trusted me that have invested mm. to be on this platform. Right. So they're, they're paying to be on I trust university to, for us to launch the course and do all this kind of stuff. And so, you know, I'm accountable to my professors to really, cause I believe that my, you know, one of my jobs here in life is to find the angels, give them the stage and the microphone and let them shine. Mm. and let them shine their beautiful gifts that they have on this earth and so i really don't want to disappoint my angels mm. <laughs> so so it's a fear you know is that you know what if nobody comes and so this has been the biggest longest project and you yeah. know we're just in the project the process of launching it um but then again i have so much belief mm. in what this is and what this is going to do for the world that it's okay if the first month nobody comes, mm -hmm. it's okay. If the second month nobody comes, you know, we're still going to be there and we're still going to communicate the message that we have, because I truly believe that right now more than ever, we need an evolution in education. Mm -hmm. It breaks my heart to think of the amount of students in universities and also in schools out there that are paying so much money, so much tuition to be there that are exhausted being drained in doing these tests and learning this knowledge the that they won't apply. Yeah. yeah. That is not exciting to them. That is not relevant to what they're passionate about. And the worst of all, their chances, like their whole hopes and dreams, why they're even doing this is because they're hoping to have a career. They're hoping to have a job one day. And so many people end up in something completely different and then just do some kind of job to like, <sighs> you know, get money and so I really want to like cherry pick of what I truly believe leads to success. And, mm -hmm. and the foundation of all of that is personal growth Absolutely. and self-love. Yeah. So, you know, I do have fear 100%, but I also have courage <gasps> and the follow through and determination <laughs> to go where I need to go because 
<laughs> this is what needs yeah. to happen. Because I, I can obviously just wanted to like flag and address in the conversation. Like, I'm just going to take a moment to honor your little documentary that's there on YouTube as well, dude. There's like your relationship with fear and belief and trust is really profoundly displayed in that documentary. Like, it's not, you know, like obviously this is. You know, you're creating um, a university and you're responsible to all these people. But how you show up for the little things is how you show up for the big things is a big belief <laughs> that, I, that I believe in. And the way you showed up in that documentary, blindfolded, with your T-shirt on, ready to just have people come in and embrace you, like how was that as a, like, was that trans, as transformative to do as it was to witness? Like is that even like a question? I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a huge part of the formula as well. So, I mean, with with I trust you, like you're not only wearing the shirt, but the shirt is is a transformational tool mm. in itself. Other than you just wearing it, because that's one level of it. But if you want to take it to the next level, put on your shirt, go to you know this your town square, if it's Times Square, New York, or your local farmers market, like <laughs> I've which I've done before in Sarasota, Florida, at the local farmers market, and just blindfold yourself wear the i trust you shirt and have a sign that says i trust you do you trust me give me a hug Mm. if you want a full-blown transformation of what it feels like when the universe is just loving you and when you are afraid to put yourself out there and like be blindfolded and vulnerable to the world and are are received with so much love do the i trust you experiment that's what it's there for it's there for everybody and I have done this experiment all over the world in different places, and it has been absolutely 100% transformational. I actually spent 11 hours blindfolded at Envision Festival in Costa Rica this year with my trusty shirt blindfolded and a sign that said, Be My Eyes. And I had people oh. guiding me around the festival. <laughs> Tell us more about that. People are guiding you around the festival, and you have no idea where you're going. No, or who I'm with. <laughs> who would these people look like, you know? And so, and the idea was that, you know, that I would be, when the time comes, I would be given to another guide, right? And so, but sometimes we'd be on the dance floor dancing at a crazy festival with 8,000 people and I would lose my guide. No. <laughs> and I would just be like a lost kid. You know, like when you were a kid and you got lost at like oh, at the shopping mall? And you were crying because you couldn't find your mom. That was me at Envision Festival, like blindfolded, just like crying under my blindfold, just like, oh, nobody loves me. Like, <laughs> wow. why won't nobody notice me or pick me up or see that I'm blindfolded and I don't know what's going on? And like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> wow, what a process. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's really a process. Sorry, I'm just in awe of the fact of like what you're putting yourself through in order to like, and like just, I can only imagine just the, the, the trust that that builds is obviously, you know, I can see why you're such a massive, massive advocate for it. And it really, um, yeah, I'm really glad you're out there doing this. It means so much. Oh my God. Um, so education is the key. You were referring to this and obviously a big part of, you know, what's, your truth is regeneration. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to talk about regeneration. Let's go there. Um, but the other part was connections. Mm-hmm. So happy to talk about both of those. But even just like just prefacing the whole concept of regeneration with the tribe that's tuning in. For a long time, sustainability has been like a really you know, strong word in terms of the environment and having a positive effect. 
Um, but at its core, sustainability has meant to me that, like, you know, sustainability actually just means, like, prolonging. You know, like, how long can I prolong? It's sustainable. Like, I can continue doing it. It'll sustain, right? And I even, like, one of my Facebook pages is called Sustenge, and it's just sustainable engineering practices, and I just keep sharing that because I'm an engineer by my background. But recently, <laughs> I've just had my mind blown, and that's why I was so excited to get you on. Because social enterprise is a massive thing and regeneration is this just completely blows sustainability out of the water. It's actually like we're in a symbiosis that is positive. Dude, regeneration. <laughs> Tell me more. You hit the exact like nail on the head. Exactly why, you know, this is the mission and why I do what I do, because we can't we don't want to sustain this. Like we don't want to sustain like and literally an island of garbage floating around the ocean and, you know, polluted rivers. And mm. I mean, I live here in Bali, one of the most beautiful places on earth. Yeah. And you walk here and there's garbage everywhere. I have a waterfall next to my, um, next to my house. And on the 4th of July, me and my best friend, who's a 12 year old entrepreneur, she started her fashion line when she was nine we declared the 4th of July freedom from plastic day. <laughs> we got everyone over to my house and we cleaned this waterfall, you know, and the thing is, it's like literally like the garbage, the plastic is in the trees. Like mm. it is like you have to get in there. It's like, it's not just like, Oh, let me pick up this cup, you know, yeah. lovely. It's like, I am clawing at, plastic that is suffocating the branches and so exactly like you said it we are past sustainable we don't want to sustain any of this that we've created we want to regenerate it we want to replant reglow nourish clean and um, i've become completely obsessed with learning everything that i possibly can about how we can clean our earth and i found some awesome stuff <laughs> i got some good ideas <laughs> Um, we actually have a partner called Entrade, and you guys can look them up. They have an amazing CNN video that like describes their whole process, awesome. and they spend 15 years mm -hmm. developing. You as an engineer, you would love this. <laughs> uh, like 70 engineers, um, you know, close to a billion dollars, and developing this technology that um, converts waste into clean energy, right? So we have a lot of solutions that are like, okay, let me take trash and garbage and then create this oil sludge that can then eventually be turned into diesel. But mm -hmm. the earth doesn't want more of that. <laughs> it doesn't want that. And so Entrade is doing amazing things and we're working with them. They're actually, they have a $150 million project out of the Dominican Republic, which is my homeland, which was another like little synchronicity where I was like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, exactly. And they're cleaning up the landfills, which was actually one of the first places that I volunteered at when I was 12 years old. So I saw, you know, the people living in the landfills and living from the garbage, you know. And so they're cleaning that up and turning it into energy. Uh, and so that's something that I'm really passionate about, you know, supporting and working with because I actually want to make it profitable for locals to bring away the garbage, right? Because if we could turn it into energy, perfect. We're turning it into a new resource. And so that's the problem here in Bali. When we did this cleanup day that I just talked about cleaning up our waterfall, you know, we had 30 people. We, um, you know, filled 26 rice sacks of garbage uh, and it costs us $150 to dispose of this waste. Yeah. It's very expensive to clean up. It's very expensive to do this work. And of course, 
the local Balinese, they love their country. When they see me here cleaning up garbage, I'm like a superhero. Like if you guys want to be an influencer, if you want to be a celebrity, go clean up trash in your local communities. People will applaud you. Like they will love you. It's the best. Mm -hmm. And so you know, they're, they're thanking us for doing this. They don't want to, they don't want to pollute. But the reason, the, the thing is because they don't have the money to pay for their garbage to get picked up. And that's why they throw it in the rivers. Yeah. And so if we could make it profitable in communities all around the world where we have problems of garbage, put these machines, they're like $30,000 to have one of these units there. And the Gulokas, they can bring the garbage. It could all be turned into energy and we can have wonderful cities that are being powered by our trash. <laughs> like, ta-da! <laughs> wow, dude, that's such amazing technology. In trade. Yeah, in trade. Yeah, E-N and then trade. I love that. That's so inspirational. I love, so see, there's always yeah. like, it's this interesting dance that I keep interfacing with, right? Like somehow 2019, there are a lot of problems. But then there's like, we're at the cusp of like so many amazing solutions as well. Like what a time yeah. to be alive. Absolutely. And so kind of with our, the idea of I trust you is not to kind of, you know, hire 70 engineers for the next, you know, 20 years and try to figure all this stuff out. But we just want to help and highlight all these incredible organizations, nonprofits and industries that are already you know, doing this next level work. And that's kind of where the next step of our evolution comes in um, after I Trust University, which is the I Trust You certification. Mm. So we are looking to certify companies and businesses that are changing the world, that are in alignment with um, our new earth goals. Mm. And, um, and not only, you know, do we want to certify them, but we also want to give them an audience. And so that's why, you know, we're building our community of people. And like, so imagine if, what would it be like if you would have a conscious Amazon or a conscious Yelp, if you go on your app and you know that everything that you buy there, all of these companies are like, are driving towards, you know, sustainability, re, you know, to regenerate, like, whatever it is that they're able to do because also environment, you know, yeah with what they're creating exactly because i mean obviously we're not trying to say like okay like you need to have every, each and every one of these points you know what i mean otherwise but it's but it's like you have to already create the roadmap you have to be there you have to drive towards sustainability where most companies are just totally in the red zone mm. um and so so yeah so that's the kind of next thing that we want to really support and highlight and shine a light on the companies that are doing good in the world and that are already, you know, there's also so, I mean, food for me is like a next massive area, you know, both of, you know, you and I are part of the Mind Valley tribe. When I did the wild fit program from Eric Ed Needs, my entire life changed. When I changed my diet and my health, like I was suffering from 20, for 27 years, like being overweight, exhausted, like no energy, drinking coffee, you know, to, to sustain myself and try to try to get amped up for work. And when I changed my diet, wow, just everything shifted. And I have so much energy. I'm healthy. I'm happy, you know, and so the food revolution is another really big, important thing in my heart. And so supporting, instead of saying, you know, stop drinking this brand and stop drinking this brand, you know, and this is, this is poison. And we, you know, which ones I'm talking about when I say brands and, uh, <laughs> this is killing us um but you know buy these mm. brands that are clean and pure and only using these ingredients you know um and so 
that's another just huge passion of mine is is highlighting all of the incredible angels that are doing good in the world and using my marketing brain uh, for for good mm-hmm. and giving them um, a bigger audience of people that are going to be healed through their products, right? So medicine through beauty products, medicine through food. That's what it should be instead of, um, yeah, making us sicker, unfortunately. Mm, thank you so much for sharing. Oh, inspired. So I want to get deeper into the fact that let's have this conversation because you were number one Snapchat principal uh, and you've got like this amazing mind from you know everything that you show up with but you're a massive advocate for millennials let's just put it that way right so like we can say that safely you know you do represent a demographic let's just say millennials and in and around that i'm really excited because my whole thing with the inspired evolution is health and purpose right um but the conversation around purpose is so present for millennials um and we end up having conversations like this like regeneration you know, the fact that we need connection. Um, I'm really inspired by this. I know that I obviously continuously interact with people that are obviously reinforcing my belief system, but I just can, I used to have trepidations about that. And on some level, I do seek to be as informed as possible. But at the same time, be the change you wish to see in the world is like the key mantra for me, you know? So in and around that, like, how do you feel about like the change that's present for us and like where millennials are at with it? Do you, do you see what I see? And like, it's really promising these conversations that are happening more and more often. Yeah. So a perfect example right now for you guys that are listening, I'm sure you remember uh, the Amazon fires and hopefully while you are listening, the fires are out and we are starting to replant and rebuild Mm -hmm. these trees, which unfortunately, you know, are going to take hundreds of years to create the, the, the bioflora that exists in the Amazon of, of, yeah, absolutely. And these, uh, you know, these plants and, and medicines and animals that we, we don't even, so many that we have never even explored or discovered, right? We don't even understand yet um, what, what is created there. Um, But what I really saw that gave me a lot of hope is, you know, the outrage on social media that, went out for the Amazon and people becoming more conscious and more aware um, of our planet. And this is why I believe, you know, mother earth is just throwing a tantrum Mm. on, and it's just getting more and more and more. It's just a, it's, it's a symptom of the way that we are, that we are taking. And so we were, you know, some of the first international aid that were down in Bolivia um, and we're equipping firefighters and the amount of support and the interest that came and you're right from millennials from you know my generation within uh two days we had like 200 people in our whatsapp group of people that were looking to give their time and to to take on leadership and what needed to be done to raise funds Mm. for the amazon and it's just incredible like just people you know that have enough other things to do but we just created this whole like leadership team of incredible millennials that were like we are here to give our time what can we do and so um pledge to earth is the um is the movement that i kind of created for for the amazon and and moving forward also for you know different things that we're going to do as we're pledging to the earth that we will Mm -hmm. you know put out these fires and that we will do good not only now but in (laughs) <laughs> in years to come right mm. um and so seeing that support there 
for that, it's, it's a perfect example, I think, of the fact that we're becoming more and more aware of these shifts uh, that need to happen in our environment, in the way that we interact and, and love as humans, um, that there needs to become more of a community around and, and a priority that this, it, you know, we shouldn't wait so long until these things are happening until, you know, farmers and, and, and governments are just taking and taking and taking from the land that they need to be protected. And so, you know, people are, you know, now buying up rainforests and doing all these other kinds of things. And so it, it just, it gives me a lot of hope. Yeah, agreed. And pledge to the earth, uh, pledge to earth, super inspiring. I can see so much in that space. I recently just got the download that in um, Canada they just crowdfunded, I think it was three billion dollars to uh, three million dollars to save and lock up land. So people just like contributed to conserve land. Insane. There is so much space and there is so much amazing work being done. For those that want to check out more to pledge uh, pledge to earth, where do they find out more? Just go on itrustyou.love mm-hmm. um, on our site, and the first thing that you'll see is um, is Pledge to Earth, and you can uh, go and sign up, and if you put in your email, you'll get, like, all of the info. So the, the WhatsApp group, the Instagram, like, everything that you need uh, to get involved. And if you also just look up Pledge to Earth on Instagram, you can see everything that we've been doing down in the Amazon. In Bolivia, we have our firefighters on the ground that are sending us daily updates on WhatsApp on what's going on. Um, and sadly, it's it's not great. It's it's really really awful, actually. Just the photos and the images of towns burning and everything. And these guys are exhausted down there. But we do what we can. You know, it's better than just sitting around idly. Yeah, that's gonna gently weave me towards my last question. Um, but I will ask, just while I'm on the topic of reaching you and contacting you, what is the best way? Is that the best way? I trust you. Dot love to get in touch with Virginia. Uh, Instagram is probably the best. So at Virginia Salas Castillo is my Instagram and, um, it's kind of become my number one platform. I don't do email. Mm. Um, it's like, it's just, I check it every maybe two weeks or like every month. Um, cause there's just so much spam and just random things, but mm. on I trust you dot love, um, you know, you'll definitely find like, you know, info, socials, all that kind of stuff. But on Instagram, send me a message at Virginia Salas Castillo um and yeah and the occasional facebook as well also the same virginia mm-hmm. salas Castillo. and then for i trust you it's just at i trust you movement on facebook and on instagram awesome i love that so the question i want to ask you is with this pledge to earth there's this commitment to the university and education there's all these mm-hmm. positive movements you know that it, and then there's obviously i trust you which is at the core of all of that you said that when you left your job at oracle you left your job um, with the question, basically, you had no idea what to do. You posed yourself, what is it that really makes me happy? And you went traveling for 12 months. Do you think that genuinely humans have a positive predisposition in that what makes us feel good is generally what's best for the planet or each other? It's a great question because when we ask ourselves what makes us feel good, it's like on what level, right? Um, is it on the superficial level of, you know, if I hook up with this guy, is it going to make me feel good, you know, <laughs> for a moment? You know, like what, where, you know, how sustainable is the, the good feeling? Um, and Tony Robbins says this thing as well that I love how he's like, 
your brain is not wired for happiness, right? Like if you were just like happy all the time, you know, in, in nature, <laughs> that'd be very dangerous for you. Like our, our brains are wired, you know, fight or flight, like stress oh, yeah. response and things like that, you know? So I, it's, it's not, that's why I feel like where purpose comes in. Cause mm. actually these things that, um, you know, that we're talking about, like building a university, flying down to Bolivia to be on the ground for the Amazon fires, like they don't like make you happy, you know, like not immediately. You're not like, oh my God, this is so great. Like I'm loving this. Like I was totally scared before I flew to Bolivia, mm. but I feel like it's, it's deeper than that. There's a kind of, there's a sense of, yeah, just a purpose that you feel that is so, it is this passion, this flame that like awakens in you and that, um, it's like, and so let fear actually guide you, guide your path of where you need to go and ask yourself, what is the, the, the thing that would scare me the most and where I am moving towards but that you know that when you get there, it'll be the biggest reward, the, the most exciting thing and the amount of growth that you will experience throughout that. <laughs> right is like is what is the most amazing crazy thing that i can think of mm. and so orientating yourself with like happiness or joy or like what makes you feel good is actually a mistake that a lot of people make they're like well but it's not feeling good right now like to go to this co-working space and sit down and build my website and to mm. make these sales calls and you know and so but it's it's not about that it's it's there's something so much deeper, the satisfaction that you have, you know, when you climb that mountain, when you get there and the, the pride that you feel for yourself and knowing that there's something that means so much to you. And that's why it's like, well, what do you care about is kind of like the most important question. Like what, what, uh, what do you want to leave for your children in yeah. this world? Like what, what's, what's your legacy? I mean, that's always kind of my thing is like, what's your legacy? And like, what's the story that I want to tell like at the dinner table, you know, <laughs> like what, what do I want to like have told you that I did right. When I found out about something that I really cared about mm. and that I really wanted to express in the world, what was my next step after I heard about that? Um, and so it's just really like, what, what are you excited about creating in the world? And, and what, what, is the craziest, scariest thing you could think of. Like, go do that. <laughs> I love that. What a call to action. There's such a warrior in you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and um, just what you touched on, I, um, I did an episode with Stephen Jenkinson, and he does a lot on, um, he talks about how when there's a lot of olders in our society, but not a lot of elders. Um, and he spoke to exactly what you just said in that, you know, when there's something that happens, the only way you can identify an older from an elder is asking them, did you know about this that was happening? And their response being yes or no. And if they said yes, then asking them, what did you do about that? And listening to their response. And then their response will identify whether they're an older or actually an elder based on the decision they took. Mm. around that i want to ask my last question of you before i let you go which is going to be a sad moment because i feel like we could talk forever <laughs> um is hey yo, so beyond you know beyond i trust you um beyond the pledge on the university um beyond the past beyond the social media beyond i guess the name in the skin suit who are you 
I am an unstoppable force of love. (laughs) 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 I just want to take a moment to thank you for sharing your time, your energy, your blessings, your being with us here today. I want to thank you for all the work you've put into yourself, just to go on the journey of trust and courage and love and just to be here so well informed with that story. Thank you so much. And as always, wishing you all the best for the future, man. There is so much here. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you. Such an honor. Sending everybody that's listening right now so, 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 so much love and sweet little kisses on your cheeks. Hey, Tribe. Thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health, and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.